Welcome to The Coaching Circle, a podcast where we explore the world of coaching, business and personal evolution with me, NLP Master Trainer, Coach and your host, Tony Everard. Inspiring conversations and deep dives into every aspect of your coaching and wellbeing business with experts in their field to help you stand out as the expert in yours. Get ready, let's go. What's really behind your money blocks? This is the topic for today because this is something that I have worked on extensively for myself and I work with all of my clients on this at some point in time. And whether you're aware of your money blocks or not, if the amount of money you've earned over the last few years has been consistent or not exceeded a certain amount, that's where there is a potential block. Now, if you're happy where you are, then there is no problem, right? I'm a firm believer that a problem is only a problem if it's a problem. So if you're earning an amount of money and it's consistent and it's everything that you ever want and you feel abundant and you feel that uh, you can do all of the things that you want to do and everything's great, perfect. There's no problem. Okay, so that's fine. So if that's you, you know, you might not find the rest of this very interesting. However, if you're someone who thinks there might be a problem and how do you know it's a problem? Well, if you're thinking or saying that you would like more money but then justifying what you've currently got or, or you're telling yourself some statement about what's possible or not possible for you, then chances are there's a problem. Because if what you're thinking and what you're saying you want and what you have are two different things, that's there's a conflict there. Okay, there's a conflict between what you're saying you want and what you actually got, which ultimately will be a conflict between your conscious mind and your unconscious mind. Because consciously you're saying this is what I want, but unconsciously you're creating something different. This is something that I've worked on over the last few years and I continue to work on this as I raise the standards of what I want to experience in this lifetime. And when I first started my business in 2015, well, I'd actually played around with some MLM type businesses prior to that, but I'd never made any real money there or taken it very seriously. But in 2015, I invested quite heavily into learning affiliate marketing. Now, if you don't know what affiliate marketing is, essentially it's getting paid to sell other people's programs. Right? And it's a good concept. I now have affiliates in my own business. So people who have worked with me and have got great results and really love working with me uh, will be my affiliates. And so if they refer other people to me, who they say, hey, look, I've worked with Tony. It's been amazing. These are the results I've got. I think you would enjoy it too. And they introduce me to, their, to my business. They introduce those people to my business. Then I reward them. Okay, I, I don't pay... Facebook or Google or anyone else paid marketing, I'll pay affiliates. And uh, so an affiliate is that it's it's paying, it's selling someone else's program. Now, I like I said, I invested heavily into learning how to do affiliate marketing. I had no idea about marketing or social media or anything at that stage. And, uh, and so I joined this program to learn all about it. And I made zero dollars 
in that business. Absolutely zilch. Now, I remember there was a couple of potential sales that had come up and people were interested in what it was I was promoting, but the actual thought of even speaking to those people made me feel really panicky and anxious. I felt like I was doing something dodgy and they'd find out that I didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, that's not good energy to attract people to you, right? Now, the fact is I wasn't doing anything dodgy. It was a legitimate business. Um, But I think where I felt dodgy was that I was selling a thing saying that you'll be able to make money doing this and I wasn't making any money. Now, the, the thing is, it's not that you couldn't make money doing this. I knew plenty of people who were making money doing it. It's just that I wasn't, right? So I was misaligned and people pick up on those vibes, right? People pick up on those vibes and I didn't make any sales. Now, then I started coaching, Okay, I started my coaching business. So off the back of this affiliate marketing, one of the good things that I did learn was uh, the importance of personal development. And I also met my first coach there. And so when I first started coaching, I I had my first coach, got all these big shifts, and then I went and learned NLP and timeline therapy and hypnosis and got my coaching certifications. And when I first started coaching, uh, I was still working in my job. And... I think in that first year, I managed to crack something like $4,000 in sales in the whole year. And that didn't even cover the expenses that I had that year. And that's when I really started to become super aware that I most definitely had some money blocks. And what was interesting was that it'd been okay for me to receive money from a job It'd been okay for me to receive money from family tax benefits, child maintenance, redundancy payouts. Uh, It was okay for me to receive money from divorce and property settlements. But when it came to making money off my own steam in my own business, there were big blocks. There were big blocks around that. And what's interesting to know is that when you look at what's holding you back when it comes to money – You actually need to look at all areas of your life, okay, because the thing that can be holding you back around money may be something completely, seemingly unrelated to money. It can be a different area of your life. So for me, a lot of my money blocks were actually connected to the relationships I had with men in my life. And one of the first ones I discovered was... I had a fear when uh, this was when I was a single mum. I'd divorced my husband. He was paying me child maintenance. We had shared custody of uh, our daughter. And I uncovered that I had a fear that if I made too much money, I'd have to pay my ex-husband child maintenance, (laughs) right? And in my mind, that was against anything that I was prepared to do. I was very at effect at that stage and I felt that he had been the problem in our marriage and that's why I was now a single mum and the last thing that I was going to do was pay him for the privilege. Now, this is very at effect, right? It wasn't empowering for me. It didn't do me any favours. And the fact was I could have gone on and made so much money that it wouldn't matter what I had to pay out in child maintenance. 
it wouldn't it wouldn't matter. I could still have enough money for whatever I wanted and pay child maintenance, would have which would have meant that my daughter would have had an improved quality of life wherever she was. Right? So it was unfounded. It was very out of fact. But it was sitting there in my unconscious mind. Then I discovered I had a limiting belief that I'd picked up from my dad that said, you can't make money in business. Okay, so you can imagine if you've got a belief that says you can't make money in business, that it affects how (laughs) you show up in business. Now, where this come from was, um, you know, there was other stories in my dad's family, like from my grandfather around business, but my dad also had business during the uh, 80s and 90s where there were very ridiculously high interest rates that made it very hard for people to survive in business. And rather than gaining wisdom from those experiences, he shared a lot of ad effect mentality, okay, where it was happening to him and he passed that on. Now, that's just where my dad was at, right? I'm not pointing the finger of the blame, but that's what I learned. He didn't consciously do that. That was just where he was at and was quite popular thinking of the time. He also went through a divorce and his wife tried to take everything from him. And as I mentioned before, I also grew up on stories that my grandfather nearly lost his business due to being pressured into involving his brothers in business after the war only to have them to try to take it away from him. Now, with further work, I also discovered that I had this intricate pattern that was deeply unconscious around not making more money than the men in my life so as not to make them feel less important and ultimately have them abandon me. So ultimately, I had an unconscious pattern based on the belief that having money equaled being lonely. All of these things were around, if I have money, I'm going to lose it. If I have money, people are going to abandon me. So there was all of this loss associated to money. So from my childhood trauma, I'm not saying that I was 100% traumatised growing up, but there was stuff going on. It was the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, crazy time to be a kid. And my parents have, you know, both been married and remarried a couple of times and bit of crazy stuff went on my biggest fear I had a lot of fear around people but one of my biggest fears was fears of of abandonment and so this had got tied up with money and so my main motivation when it came to money was just to pay my bills and not go broke so what that would mean is that once my bills were paid I'd lose motivation to make any more money than that So if I had bills, I'd be like, I've got to make money, I've got to make money, I've got to make money. Once the bills are paid, oh, good, pressure's off, no more motivation. Okay, so this is where, you know, you can – and this isn't something that I uncovered just like really easily. It's taken layers and layers and layers as I've gone along to find out, okay, so once I got to this amount of money, great, now what's stopping me getting to the next level and the next level and the next level? Okay, and, and so by going through this process, I've gone from making four grand in a year that didn't even pay my expenses to now, you know, having sold, you know, m- multiple six figures worth of coaching and programs and things like that in my business. And there's still further that I want to go. There's still further that I want to expand and not just based on making money, but 
for the equivalent of how many people that means that I can help. And so there's more work to do, right? There's more layers. I'm always working in this space to find out what is preventing me from getting to the next level so that I can work through that and continue to grow and and be more of who I've come here to be. So that's been a lot of where my money stuff has come from. However, money blocks can also be linked to health. So some people have experiences or beliefs passed down that making a lot of money means your health will suffer. Okay, so people might think they've got to work so hard that they'll get burnt out or that if they, you know, have a lot of money, um, they won't be able to have time to look after themselves. Uh, Other people might have some unconscious beliefs that if they uh, make a lot of money, they won't have time to spend with friends or family or that work and making money will interrupt their family time and they'll lose connection with their family. So as well as health, loss of connection, there's also people who have beliefs handed down and these are quite common. You might be able to be able to relate to some of these. They have beliefs handed down that having a lot of money is greedy or it's bad or it's selfish or it's unfair or it's ungodlike um, and that it will alienate them from the people in their family or friendship group that, you know, these people they normally hang out with that voice negative beliefs around money. Unconsciously, the mind is thinking, well, if I've suddenly got money, I'm going to be greedy. People are going to think I'm bad or selfish or, you know, someone that they don't want to hang out with anymore. And so there's no motivation to make that extra money unconsciously. So it's really important to be able to get some awareness around, well, what is it that you feel blocked in? Okay, so the first step is to get awareness of whether you are happy with your current money situation. So essentially, are you congruent? Uh, Is what you're saying you want or what you're thinking you want the same as what you actually have? Okay, because if they're not, that means you're incongruent. That's a that's a sign there's a block there. And if they aren't congruent, so if you say what you want or what you think about having doesn't match your current reality, what story are you telling yourself about why that is? So just like really get some awareness. What are you telling yourself about it? Is it because um, you're not that kind of person or is it because you're saying the market's just not right or that it's because of um, interest rates or it's because of uh, whatever else, right? What what are you justifying about that? Because the fact is it doesn't matter what market condition, interest rates, anything else, there's always people that are making money. There's always people that are solving problems. So it's really important to just ask yourself this. What story are you telling yourself about why you don't have whatever amount of money it is that you want to have. Now, another question is, can you openly discuss your financial situation with others? And this doesn't mean you've got to go around talking to everyone about your money, but even talking about your financial situation with your partner. For some people, they can't do that. 
or with your children or with your parents or with your friends? How do you feel when you think about that? If you can't openly discuss your financial situation, why not? What kind of fears or doubts or negative emotions do you have around money? Do you feel shame around money? Shame's definitely an emotion that I've had around money. I've had to clear up about feeling shame if I didn't have enough money, shame if I had too much money. There was a lot of shame. When I was growing up, we weren't allowed to talk about money. It was like this very shameful thing. People weren't allowed to know. Okay, so if you've got that, that can very much say that there's a money block there for you. Do you, this is an interesting question, right? This is an interesting question to consider as well. Do you hide your feelings or refrain from expressing your needs to your partner or your parents for fear you'll upset them and they'll cut you off out of the will or leave you to fend for yourself or that you'll end up living in a box or something else? This is one that you might have to consider carefully because a lot of these things can be unconscious. They can be out of conscious awareness. So whatever limiting beliefs or conflicted thoughts or negative emotions that you have about money or getting your needs met or your, you know, your relationship to others, whatever limiting beliefs and conflicted thoughts that you have about that, any of those areas, it's not the truth of who you are. Okay, so money and getting your needs met and expressing yourself can often be very closely linked together. So if you want to change your money situation, you need to observe your thoughts and your feelings and recognise that they are just thoughts and feelings and challenge them. Okay, Because mostly we tend to be completely unconscious about these things and they just rattle on in the background in our mind and we're in this hypnotic trance of these repetitive thoughts and feelings that aren't even the truth. Now, sometimes you can do some reflection and observation yourself and you can pick up a lot of these things, but sometimes you'll need to speak with someone else. Like, for example, for me, there's a lot of things that I can coach myself on in the moment. I've I've got pretty good observation of myself now. I can challenge my thoughts. I can um, redirect myself. I can get awareness of what might be underlying But to a certain point, sometimes I need to speak with another coach or speak with another person because in the act of speaking and expressing, it unravels a lot more for me, more than what I can do by myself if I'm just thinking it in my head. So working with a coach is really important. You can learn how to use your conscious and unconscious processes to direct your mind to create the reality that you want to have instead. Because the thing is we've got to know is that you have a mind, you are not your mind. So your thoughts and your emotions aren't in control of you. You've got to learn how to be in control of them. You've got to learn how to be consciously aware of them. You've got to be, you've got to learn how to change them. And so working with a coach is is the easiest way to get that process started. Or learning tools like NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, timeline therapy, hypnosis, NLP coaching. 
like really learning how to communicate with your conscious mind and your unconscious mind in a way that you become the driver. You're in the driver's seat. You're directing your mind to work for you in the way that you want it, the way that you want it to. Okay, so so once you can shift your negative motivation when it comes to money, so your negative motivation is those things that like, oh, um, I, I just got to pay my bills or I don't want to be broke or I don't want to like upset anyone or I don't want to end up, you know, getting cut off or on my own or, you know, whatever that might be. When you can shift those negative motivations or whether it's I'll end up unhealthy or, you know, all of those things we've spoke about, right? When you can shift that negative motivation when it comes to money, you'll be in a completely different frequency that will attract people to you and money will start to flow to you with ease. Okay, because it's a frequency, it's a vibration. So if you're holding these thoughts and these emotions that are a, a, a match, a frequency match to you not having money, you'll continue to create that. Well, to whatever level you're at now, right? Because that's like your thermostat. So if you want to change that, you need to change the frequency, which means changing your thoughts and changing your feelings because they all have a frequency so that you attract people to you and money flows to you with ease. So when you can own who you are and you feel congruent with what it is that you do and your intentions and how you help people and how much you love receiving money, right? So it's creating those positive associations to money saying you know I really love receiving money I love it when people pay me money I know people love paying me money because I provide so much value and I'm deserving and money flows through people it doesn't come from anyone I'm not depleting anyone else there's plenty of money it flows to them it flows to me it all flows around I pay money I receive money Uh, that's a natural um, that's a natural principle of life give and receive ebb and flow okay so when you get into that space you can find that money will come to you much easily and it will come to you at the level and the frequency that you resonate with with your thoughts and feelings around money now even after I worked in the banking and finance industry for 18 years it wasn't until I studied extensively to understand how the mind works that I really began to change my financial situation. So I went from being in debt, $26,000, right? I had no house, nothing. I was in debt, $26,000 and I was earning less than 10K a year in my business. Okay, so this is at one point when I first started out and I managed, well, maybe not straight away because I was still working for a while, but within the first year or two, that's where I was. And I managed to turn that around to in five years, I had zero personal debt. I own two properties. I have done multiple six figures of sales in my business and things keep improving. Like that keeps increasing. It's on an upward trajectory. Okay, so my my net financial worth, my incomes, my earning, all those things keep increasing as I keep doing this work. And that's why I am so passionate about helping other coaches and wellness practitioners and business owners 
do the same because I think business is a really important part of our personal evolution. And the more successful you are in this space, in the business space, in the coaching wellbeing space, the more good you're doing in the world. Okay, so the more people you're helping. Because you know when you're in business, you, how much money you're earning is directly related to how many people you're, you're helping. Okay, when you're in a job, unless you're in a sales job, but if you're in a standard job, what you've got to do is rock up every day. You'll get paid the same amount of money. Whereas when you're in the business, your income is directly related to how many people you help, how much value are you providing in the world, how much positive influence are you being. And so I'm really passionate about helping more people do this because the more people get this and learn how to control this for themselves and to keep growing and expanding, the better place that we're going to live in, the more empowered people are going to be. Okay, the less people have to rely on the system that keeps them small and stuck because it's not that money makes you happy, right, but it gives you choices. It gives you flexibility. It gives you autonomy over your own life and your own decisions and how you choose to spend money, how you choose to help other people, okay, how you get to experience this world that we live in. And so... You know, being able to help people with this is is something I'm really passionate about. And so that's why I launched the Coaching Circle Insiders. So if you've been listening to this podcast, uh, it's the Coaching Circle Insiders covers a lot of the information that I share in this podcast. However, it's in a private group and in that group I go live every week. So there's live training, there's live Q&A. You get to ask me questions and I answer them. And we talk about business, we talk about mindset, we talk about money, we talk about confidence. And uh, you also get the five-day challenges that I run for free and a bunch of other stuff um, that's bonuses in there. And it's only $50 a month for a limited time. That's the launching price. It's only 50 bucks a month. And uh, you won't find any other type of coaching membership like this where you can get live training Q&A weekly from an NLP master trainer uh, who specialises in helping people with their money mindset, imposter syndrome, uh, mastering coaching and communication skills. And I've got eight years experience doing this. So it's an incredible group. I'm absolutely loving delivering it. The people in there are amazing. And uh, like I said, it's a limited time, 50 bucks a month. There's no minimum term. You have to stay in there. Come in, see if you like it and stay as long as you like. It's incredible. So if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, I go even deeper in the Coaching Circle Insiders and I answer your questions in there as well. So there's a link in the show notes. You can go and check that out. Now, my question for you today is how comfortable do you feel about asking to get your needs met? Are you completely honest about what you think and feel with the people you are closest to, or do you feel you have to hide parts of yourself to keep them comfortable? Really think about that question today because it will be directly related to how you go at creating the kind of money and wealth that you want. Your needs are directly related to how much money that you make. So ponder that one for today and have an amazing week. Thanks for listening to The Coaching Circle. 
We hope you enjoyed the conversation today. Please like, share and subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date with all our latest episodes. You, my friend, are awesome. So keep coaching and keep evolving.